Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. How are we all doing? I'm doing okay, but honestly I'm really cold. It's freezing in my apartment right now. So I have a blanket. I'm trying to stay warm. Hopefully this conversation will help me a little bit. It is just freezing here. I'm done with the cold, guys. I'm ready for some warmth. Or at least some sunshine. I feel like we haven't had sunshine in quite a long time. And I just need some of that back. I need it to not be another gloomy day. So just putting that out there, please, let's have some sun. Hopefully wherever you guys are, it is a little bit warmer, it is a little bit sunnier. But if not, I feel your pain, let's get through it together. And let's truly get into this episode. What's new with me? Not that much. I feel like I say that quite a bit week over week, but that's the reality. I guess the biggest thing that happened recently is that like I told you guys, I released the first episode of season two from my other podcast, Excuse My Reach. That was such a fun conversation. I really liked how that episode turned out. And also, I decided that for that podcast, I was going to try to do some short video clips, post them on YouTube, just try to do one new thing. Like I told you guys this year, an open door to new things, trying new things, and not necessarily in a drastic way, just small steps, which, bet you guys guessed it, we'll talk a little bit more about that later in this episode. Because since releasing the first episode of season two for that podcast, it's been very top of mind for me. But also since releasing that, I have been chilling. I feel like there are spurts of time where I am just so ultra productive. I have a ton of things that I need to get done. I have deadlines for myself, ones that I am unwavering in. So then because of that, whenever that deadline ends, whatever I wanted to release... I released, I let go of it, I'm done with that task, then I feel like I truly just need to do nothing for a little while, because it was so go, 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 racing to the finish line, did a lot of work to get the thing done that I wanted to get done, and then I just need to do nothing, recharge, which is exactly what I did this weekend. I watched TV, I laid on the couch, I saw a movie in theaters, I'll talk to you guys about that a little bit later too. But had a really good, fun, wholesome weekend. And then this upcoming weekend, I'm really excited about because my mom's going to be in town. She's planning on coming tomorrow night, so always excited, happy to see her. Not sure what we'll do yet fully, but it's always a good time when she's here, so I know it's going to be a lot of fun. That's really it for what's new with me. This week has felt a little bit long, I will say. I think part of that had to do with the fact that last week was a short week. So whenever you have your first full week, it feels like everything is just going full steam ahead. We are now really getting into the swing of the new year. I'm feeling it. I'm sure some of you guys are feeling it too. So let's take a break from it all for a second and just get into the rest of this episode. Talk about some fun things. And the first fun thing that I want to talk about is an extension of something that I watched this weekend, which was the Golden Globes. Award season is here. The Golden Globes happened. Congratulations to all the nominees, all the winners. I love an award show. I love a Sunday award show. I love just sitting on the couch, eating a snack, 
watching people's dreams come true. It really is so fun for me. Whether I've seen the content that they're winning for or not, I just like watching people accomplish their goals, succeed in some way. I'm sure some people care about the awards more than others do. But I don't know, if you're showing up there, you're accepting an award, you did all that work, I imagine that the majority of them think that it's an honor to be awarded for their work. So let's get into it. Let's get into the winners. Like I told you guys when we were talking about the nominees for the Golden Globes, I may pronounce some of these wrong. I'm so sorry. I also always realize that I pronounce them wrong. Like I know that I'm going to pronounce them wrong, but then I realize it when I'm watching an award show and I'm hearing their names called out and I'm like, oh, I did not think that that's how that was pronounced. But all we can do is try. I also look up the pronunciation of so many of these beforehand, but there's a lot to remember. I'm sorry again if I don't pronounce them right. This list is from HollywoodReporter.com, so thank you, Hollywood Reporter. Here we go. Best Motion Picture Drama, Oppenheimer. This is even one. People pronounce it Oppenheimer. Some people pronounce it Oppenheimer. Either way, congratulations. That was such a good movie. I did see that one. Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy? Poor Things. I really need to see that one. Best Motion Picture, Animated? The Boy and the Heron. Cinematic and Box Office Achievement? Barbie. This is one that I did not know if Barbie was going to win or if Taylor Swift The Heiress Tour was going to win. But Barbie took it home, and I actually really liked the speech that they gave for that one. Best Motion Picture, Non-English Language, Anatomy of a Fall. Best Performance by a Male Actor in a Motion Picture Drama, Cillian Murphy, Oppenheimer. Best Performance by a Female Actor in a Motion Picture Drama, Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon. Such a great speech, I really need to see this one. Best Performance by a Female Actor in a Motion Picture Musical or Comedy, Emma Stone, Poor Things. Did you guys feel like a lot of people were extremely happy for Emma Stone winning this one? It just felt like people were exceptionally happy about it. I was happy too. I love Emma Stone. Like I said, have not yet seen Poor Things. I need to see it. But I just love the support in that room. It was really nice. Best Performance by a Male Actor in a Motion Picture Musical or Comedy, Paul Giamatti, The Holdovers. Best Performance by a Male Actor in a Supporting Role in Any Motion Picture, Robert Downey Jr., Oppenheimer. Best Performance by a Female Actor in a Supporting Role in Any Motion Picture, Divine Joy Randolph, The Holdovers. Best Director Motion Picture, Christopher Nolan, Oppenheimer. Best Screenplay Motion Picture, Justine Trier, Arthur Harari, Anatomy of a Fall. Best Original Song Motion Picture, What Was I Made For, Barbie, Music and Lyrics by Billie Eilish O'Connell, Phineas O'Connell. So glad they won. Such an amazing song. It's on our playlist, of course. Best Original Score, Motion Picture, Ludwig Goranson, Oppenheimer. Best Television Series, Musical or Comedy, The Bear. Best Television Limited Series, Anthology Series, or Motion Picture Made for Television, Beef. Best Performance by a Female Actor in a Television Series Drama, Sarah Snook, Succession. Best Performance by a Male Actor in a Television Series Drama, 
Here in Culkin, Succession. Best Performance by a Female Actor in a Television Series, Musical, or Comedy, Iowa Debris, The Bear. She seemed so shocked, but so genuine, so happy. I also loved how she thanked the assistants. Definitely a key highlight of the night for me. Best Performance by a Male Actor in a Television Series, Musical, or Comedy, Jeremy Allen White, The Bear. Best Performance by a Female Actor in a Limited Series, Anthology Series, or Motion Picture Made for Television, Ali Wong, Beef. Also loved her speech. I felt like she was genuinely just so ecstatic to win. That was so fun to see. Best Performance by a Male Actor in a Limited Series, Anthology Series, or Motion Picture Made for Television, Steven Yoon, Beef. Best Performance by a Female Actor in a Supporting Role on Television, Elizabeth Debicki, The Crown. Best Performance by a Male Actor in a Supporting Role on Television, Matthew McFadden, Succession. And lastly on this list, Best Performance in Stand-Up Comedy on Television, Ricky Gervais for Ricky Gervais Armageddon. All right, that's the list. What do you guys think? For me, I was glad that Succession took home a lot of wins, particularly because it's their last season. I know that so many of the people involved in this have already won awards for this show in past years since it's come out. But I don't know, there's something about ending on a high note like that that just feels like it would be so fulfilling. Wrapping the show up with a bow. It also seems that so many actors won in the same category for the same show. Like both awards, the male and female actor in a television series, musical, or comedy, both of those were the bear actors. Best performance by a male or female actor in a television series or drama, both of those actors were from Succession, which I kind of like that. I don't necessarily need anything to sweep, but I do like when multiple people from the show are recognized, because otherwise it feels like that person is the outlier of the show, but in reality... So many of these shows or movies or whatever it is, it is so collaborative. It's the ensemble cast that you love, which was kind of the theme of the whole night. I feel like so many people talked about collaboration, of course, thanked their fellow cast, crew. I think one of the takeaways that people had was that they thought that Barbie was going to win for more. And I sort of did too. But they were up against a lot of great competition here obviously, because they did not take home every category. But we'll see. It's still January. There are many more award shows to go, so we'll see how it plays out in the coming months ahead. That's it for what's hot. Now let's get right into what's good. The first item on the list for what's good is a movie, the one that I went to go see this past weekend in theaters. Which, by the way, going to a movie was kind of a last-minute decision on Saturday night, and I am so happy that we went. There's something about going to the movie theater, you guys. And we do it a pretty fair amount. But whenever I go to a movie, I'm like, oh gosh, I gotta see more movies in theaters. I gotta see another one immediately, because it was just so fun. I love it so much. So we went to the theater, and we saw a movie that I feel like needed to be seen in a theater. I was excited for it. We both were. This movie is Wonka. Here's your summary. Armed with nothing but a hat full of dreams, 
young chocolatier Willy Wonka manages to change the world, one delectable bite at a time. Okay, short and sweet summary, but I feel like a lot of you guys probably know the movie Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and this is just the prequel to that movie, which I have mixed feelings about prequels. Sometimes I just like when things are left as is. We've only gotten as much information as we're ever going to get. The original movie is amazing. Let's not mess with it. But for the case of Wonka, I loved this prequel. I thought they did it so well, so tastefully. I thought the casting was perfect. Timothy Chalamet as young Wonka. It just really felt like it made sense. His character, you felt, could very easily develop into the Willy Wonka that we know from the original. He was fun, he was playful, he was optimistic, he was quirky, he was a visionary, he was a salesman. All these things that we're setting up for this movie that we already love so much. At least, I love it so much. So I thought it was so great. Of course, we got candy and chocolate at the theater so that we could really be in the mindset of being in this sweet, sweet world. Also, we did get popcorn, and at the movie theater that we went to, you could buy popcorn in Willy Wonka's top hat. So we, of course, had to do that. So now we have this plastic top hat at home to remind us of what a great night that was. I highly recommend this movie. I highly recommend to go see it in theaters, get your candy, get your popcorn. It definitely leaves you with a smile on your face. So that was probably the biggest weekend adventure that we went on, but it was perfect for the kind of weekend that I wanted to have. Going to see Wonka in theaters? Guys, you gotta do it. Alright, next up for what's good, I'm recommending a product, and this is actually a repeat product recommendation, but a little bit different. I recommended this product to you guys just a couple weeks ago. It's from Tarte. If you guys remember, it was like a lip plump thing that I recommended to you guys. And this is within the same line of products, but I needed to talk about this one because it's magic. And while it's within the same line of products and it's technically the same kind of product, it's very different. And here's why. This is the Maracuja Juicy Shift. Now, you guys, if you're beauty fanatics out there or you just like trying new products, this product is not new. You may have tried it before I tried it, but I just discovered it for myself and I'm obsessed with it. Okay, why I'm obsessed with it? is because it is a pH shade shifting lip color. How cool is that? It adjusts to your natural lip shade. It's so pretty. It looks so natural. It's a little weird though because it's blue. So when you're putting it on, you're like, um, am I going to have blue lips? No, it just is blue. I don't really know why. But I know that there are a couple different ones of these juicy shifts. The one that I got is in Blueberry, obviously, because like I said, it's blue. But yeah, if you guys want to try out kind of a fun product that sort of seems like it would be, I don't know, like a trendy thing or kind of like a fad, it's really not. Like, I could see this product being a staple product of mine because it's just easy. 
I love the packaging. It just, it's really natural. I love the whole thing. So check it out for yourself. Again, like I told you guys before, you can buy this on Tarte.com or at Sephora. I was kind of surprised that they had it in my local Sephora because I think it's a pretty popular product, but they did only have one in store, so run, don't walk to get yours. All right, everyone, and last up for what's good, your song. This is a song that I've loved for forever, I don't know, since it came out, probably. Maybe you've heard it, maybe you haven't, but regardless, it is called Big Jet Plane by Angus and Julia Stone. It's so good, it's so beautiful. Check it out for yourself on our playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good, on Spotify. All right, and now let's bring it back to the beginning, something that I talked about like I usually do. Need to know basis, this week I am talking about something that has been very top of mind for me pretty much just because of where we are in the year. We are at the top of the year, we all know this. I mean, I feel like we know it because yes, of course, we know what calendar month we're in right now, we know what day it is. But I feel like the new year sometimes can be so almost in your face because everybody everywhere seems to be talking about it. And for good reason, the new year, it allows you to do things that you've said that you've wanted to do for a while. It's an opportunity for a fresh start. It's a nice reset, a good time to write down your goals kind of plan for what you want for the year, reflect on the past year, what you didn't quite get done, all those things. I get it. I do it myself. I've seen so many people out there making vision boards, speaking into the world what they want for this year ahead. I did that myself. Not the vision board, but I actually would like to make a vision board. As a very visual and crafty creative person, I feel like it's something that I would thoroughly enjoy, but... I feel like everybody out there is doing that, at least a lot of the people that I follow on my social media accounts. And I think the sheer amount that we see of it can be both really inspiring and really overwhelming. Maybe you guys only fall within one of those categories. Maybe you're just inspired by other people talking about what they want to get done this year, the goals that they have. Or maybe you only feel overwhelmed by it and you're like, can we just stop for a second and just be where we are right now and not plan for 12 full months? Or maybe you're somewhere in the middle. I find that I am really across the board on this and it varies day by day. Oftentimes when I'm doing something that I'm passionate about, then I feel more inspired to do something else that I'm passionate about. But then when I had a weekend like this past weekend, and I'm just chilling and sitting and not thinking about all the things that I want to get done in my life this year. And then I go on social media and it feels like everyone's trying to get everything done right now or at least plan for it. And that becomes overwhelming. So I think what I have done, and this is something that I've just been trying to tell myself every single day, and granted it's what, only the 11th of the month today, okay? It's January 11th. We're not even halfway through the month yet. But something that I keep telling myself, keep trying to put top of mind, is that instead of looking at it all, like I have to get all of these things done, and if I have an idea for something, 
or if I have an overall goal that I want to accomplish, just reminding myself that all that I need to do is one small step. And it can be really, really small, guys. It can be as simple as putting an idea in my notes app or searching for something that brings me inspiration online or pinning something on Pinterest or just Googling something for whatever it is that you're interested in maybe finding out more about. I know that these are vague small steps, but I'm speaking about them vaguely because whatever the small steps are for you in whatever you're trying to eventually accomplish, or maybe you don't even know what you're trying to eventually accomplish this year. Maybe you're just like living, which is totally fine and good. Whatever small steps you want to do during the day for things that you like to do or things that you feel like are helping you grow, whatever that little thing is, it all counts. Because adding up all those small steps they eventually lead to a bigger thing. And even if they don't lead to a bigger thing, you've still done something. And I know I talk to you guys about this a lot, but I'm a big proponent of celebrating little wins. Like, okay, for me, I'm always trying to grow in my passions. So for Excuse My Reach, my other podcast, I decided, like I already told you guys, that this year, for each episode, I was going to try to incorporate a video component and put that on YouTube. And while that may seem like not a huge thing, it actually is kind of. Because it's a different medium than I've ever done before. It's not what I'm used to. There's still editing components involved and I've never really edited videos before so I have to learn new things. I had to use a new platform. I had to make some new graphics. All these things for a five-minute video that you guys can now watch on YouTube. Excuse my reach as a channel. And I have to say, when I released that component of it after I released the podcast on Friday, I was really proud of myself. I was like, good job, Emma. You did one small step that you've never done before, something brand new to you, and it counts. It counts as growth. And it counts in doing the thing that I said that initially I wanted to do this year. Just grow a little bit in all areas, including my passions. Another thing that I'll share with you guys, still talking within passions, remember how I told you last week, or I think it was last week when I was talking to you guys about the recap of my Germany trip and how I visited that hat shop and how I was thinking to myself, maybe I should learn how to make a hat. Okay, now, I have not yet made a hat, but it was something that piqued my interest. After I talked to you guys about it, I went online, I started watching videos of how to make hats, and I have bought materials in order to try to make my very own hat. Like I said, I have not yet done it yet, but I've taken some steps towards possibly a brand new passion, I don't know, and it all counts. And even that, even speaking it out into the world, an idea of a new potential passion, and then going and acting on it, that's enough to get it started. I'm excited about the prospect of it. I'm excited to have a hat that I made myself. Even though I was a design major in college, I have not made something in a very long time. So, 
I've decided this is going to be my first venture back into it. Of course, I will let you guys know how the process goes whenever I decide to do it. But again, no pressure in when, if I'm going to like it or not. I also bought a book that's very detailed in hat making that was printed in the 80s. So I might read that first, take in some information, do that small step to hopefully lead to another small step in whichever direction I go in. But I'm sharing these examples with you guys just to say that these are not on the outside huge things that I've done, but they're still substantial to me. I'm glad that I've done them. The video component thing, I would say that took kind of a lot of time. And I'm sure hat making will take a lot of time, a lot of dedication. But the initial step of deciding that I wanted to do the video, deciding that I wanted to make a hat, those small steps led to the next. So I guess all this to say is that you don't have to have it all figured out in the second week of January. You don't have to have it all figured out six months from now. I'm sure there are going to be things this year that I look back on that I'm like, wow, remember when I was trying to make a hat back in January? Maybe not. Maybe I'm going to love it so much. Maybe me putting out video content for Excuse My Reach will inspire me to do something different for Typically Peachy or just extra. I don't know. But the point is, you don't have to know. None of us have to know. Just keep going. Try to take some pressure off of yourself if you feel the pressure right now. And I've said it a bunch of times, but I'll say it again so it really sticks for me, sticks for you, sticks for all of us. It all counts. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. One small step. That's what I'm going to try to do today. You're more than welcome to walk with me. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 